Hello, and welcome to The Funny Thing About Yoga, where we talk all things yoga and maybe make you laugh a little bit. I'm Gianna Gambino. And I'm Bradshaw Wish. Enjoy the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I'm having so much fun. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Funny Thing About Yoga. I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. I'm here with Gianna. Hello, everyone. Happy holidays. Happy (laughs) holidays. You know what I really want to do? What? Eat stuffing. (laughs) Because here's the thing. Oh, excuse me, everyone. Oh, maybe you shouldn't cough and talk at the same time. (laughs) No, no, no. Um, I said to someone yesterday during Thanksgiving, I said, you know what? I really like stuffing. I don't know why I like it so much. They're like, it's bread. That's why you like it. Oh my God. Tito loves bread too. For those of you who don't know, Tito is Bradshaw's dog. And if you, I think it's still on your highlights on your Instagram, Tito steals bread. Tito does steal bread and he also eats it. And then he has a very guilty looking face and hides himself in the corner. He puts himself literally in the corner. He punishes himself after he punishes the himself. Bread. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's, he's really the, he's the cutest. He's the best. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I know that we had a very heartfelt conversation last week. We talked all about gratitude, and we're riding the wave today. Of uh, you know, we're recording the day after Thanksgiving, and we're getting reflective today because you know the holiday season and the end of the year. All of this is a good time to kind of just reflect and be pensive don't you agree no no (laughs) (laughs) you just want to be an antagonist I'm like no no I do agree yes well we have we have a bunch of big plans that I want to tell you all about before we get into our episode today so this episode is the last of season one we are going to be taking a break from the longer format episodes like this for December, but I will still be releasing content at our regular scheduled time on Monday mornings. And um, it's just gonna be shorter, 10 minutes or less. We're going to, you know, keep the momentum going, but in a different way. So these will, those December episodes will be a nice little refreshing surprise. And then January 8th, we will be back to our regular scheduled format with Bradshaw and I, doing what we do best and we'll be bringing on guests again. And we have a lot of great plans for some of our favorite people to kick off next season with. So that's just kind of the low down for now. Yes, I can't. We do have some fun people coming on. I'm very looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward to the end of the year and heading into a new year, Uh which is going to be so much fun. 2024. I can't even believe it. This was like the slowest and the longest year of my life for some reason. Um, But 2024 has a lot to look forward to. We're going to Nicaragua. I know we're kind of broke broken records about this, but in February, we've got one room left for the retreat. And then in March, we're doing a 200 hour training, which we have some spots open for. So if you've been thinking about becoming a yoga teacher, maybe this is your sign Go look it up on our website, kayayogaschool.com slash YTT. That's it. Come on our teacher training. Um, I'm excited. 
I love Nicaragua. It's so pretty. Okay. So Bradshaw. Yes. We have, we only just launched this podcast in 2023. And I feel like we've been really consistent. We've been doing a great job if I do say so myself. And I feel like we've kind of like found our footing with it. Wouldn't you say? I would say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. We, it's, it's been a, it's been a wild ride. I mean, how many episodes have we put out? This will be like our 40 something. I want to say 40 second. I, I, you can't put me on the spot with X. My memory is like jello, but I mean, we also have the bonus episodes, which is really like, we count all those. Like we, we were in the fifties. We're killing it. Um, what has been your favorite part of podcasting so far? Sitting. <laughs> I'm kidding. There's no, like nothing profound no. there. I like sitting down. <laughs> no, I think, I, I mean, I think it's kind of obvious, which is we've had some really interesting guests. I love obviously talking with you about yoga, but I've really enjoyed the guests that we've had on, uh, hearing people's experiences. And then I think even more than that would be, like people in random ass countries like Australia listening to the podcast like that to me is wild. Me too. And like the unexpected thing that I'm finding is like I'll get really sweet messages from people that things resonate with. And I'm like, oh, people are actually listening to us. And so mm. like I enjoy our time together and I enjoy catching up with some of our friends or getting to know people on a deeper level when we have on guests. But it's also like connecting with the listeners who are in our DMs and just like saying really nice things. I don't like when people say mean things and luckily <laughs> no one said mean things, but someone did give us a four-star review and I was like, um, we only want five stars. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Gianna also didn't tell you this, but if you don't leave us a five-star review by the next time the full episodes come out, <laughs> well, one, I'll be showing up at your doorstep. <laughs> Number two, <laughs> you won't be able to listen because we're blocking people who don't leave us five-star reviews. That's really unfortunate for you. Um, but yeah, <laughs> there, there's more things to come. We have some guests lined up that are really exciting that we're looking forward to announcing sometime soon. And I I'm said just that already. ready for <laughs> just and, I, and I'm ready for 2024. <laughs> Okay, what is your goal for the podcast in 2024? Really simple. Have more interesting guests on mm -hmm. and reach more people, not just in Chicago, but around the world. I agree with those goals. I also would like to be compensated for my time. I don't know how, because I don't, <laughs> I don't really like to, I, I don't really like the idea of like adding advertisements, but I'm like, how do people podcast? And you know, I guess they have advertisements. So we are, you're, if you're listening to this, like a uh, duh, that's what people do. But yeah, we've been keeping this very grassroots and low budget. And so that's one of my goals. We'll see how we could do it. Maybe we'll get creative. I mean, I will sell my body too. You know that. So <laughs> advertising, selling my body, whatever, you know, puts an extra dollar, a couple dollars in the bank. You know, I was thinking about uh, today, you know, you're talking about, you know, gratitude last week, what you're grateful. I'm grateful for one, not having a job where I work nine to five. Yeah, this is not sure. to say that like this job cannot be tiring and, you know, it has its ups and its downs like every job. And I would rather be a sex worker in negative five degree weather walking downtown <laughs> hooking up with, with like 
nasty businessmen. You than- probably like <laughs> that. <laughs> Of course I really you'd rather. Like, of course, you're actually like <laughs> painting the picture of your fantasy. Yeah, like <laughs> I uh, actually, rather. I think I need. You're like I would rather not do this podcast. Bye. All of a sudden, I'm I run downtown. I put a g-string on. <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> like I would rather make a million dollars than work a here's nine to five. Thing. It's like duh. <laughs> well, here's the thing. There and there are people who are listening to this that like and I get it. Like there are people I have a lot of friends that really like working their nine to five. Like they like that structure. I know like I think it's good for a lot of people. For me, that is terrifying. I think this is because of the way literally it's it's like we talk we joke about your ADD, but I think your ADD and like the way you operate and function, it has to be you you could only work in doses. Absolutely. I'm not denying it. I don't mean to well, I, I'm the saying thing is, like, is if I did something, you. I've also like done Adderall before and Adderall doesn't make me focus. Do you want to know what it makes me do? Like be on crack? No, it makes me horn horn. Makes me very, very horny. <laughs> I don't focus on anything. <laughs> I've never taken Adderall in my life. Operation horn horn. Oh my God. That's for everyone who doesn't know Bradshaw as well as I do. He does not need to be an operation horn horn. <laughs> Your baseline is already horn horn. <laughs> is this TMI? No, literally, literally every question you ask me about the end of the podcast, I'm like, Operation Horn Horn. It's so stupid. How do we get onto this topic? What are we talking about? Oh, what are my goals? Yeah, I want other people to listen to this. Okay, next one, next question. I'm we're good to go. Hold on. It was like, I don't know what I'm, we're talking about anymore. How did you take us here? I don't know. All of a sudden, I'm like, the things that I want to do for this podcast, I'm not working a nine to five. I'm a prostitute now. Or I'm not a prostitute. Sex worker. I'm really sorry. Sex worker. We don't say prostitute. Noted. Uh, okay. Well, I wanted to start off. About- I feel like you would not be good at sex work. 100% fail. I don't even want to. I wanna- would be so good at it. I'm like, oh, you want me to do that? And I'd be like, okay, no. Okay. Like, no, okay. No, no, no. Rain it in. Okay. <laughs> Stop. Yes, I would fail. I would not do that. Not for any reason all, besides the fact that I would probably vomit if I ever even touched someone that I didn't have like a deep emotional connection with. I'm the other opposite side. I'm like, you're alive. Great. <laughs> oh my God. This okay, is so unhinged. What is, okay. what is the next thing? Well, I just wanted to start off talking about our favorite things about the podcast and if we have goals for the next year. And I think we kind of did that. We, we did wrap, that. We, we did that. I, I mean, we are did you, it, quote unquote. Are you the type of person that sets New Year's resolutions, just personal ones for yourself? No. Why? I don't like to think in big frames of time. I like to do like one day at a time goal setting. Yeah. I'm not like, I, I like I like the idea of like setting goals or having intentions. I really do. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't like a year. Well, you know what I think I, cause I used to be a big new year's resolution person, but I think I would make these like huge goals that were yeah. unattainable. Not attainable. I, like, like I set myself up for failure. So yes. it's kind of like what we were talking about last week, like the 1% James Clear's 1% thing. So I think of new year's resolution. Now I do like to think of it as like, um, a fresh start, but mainly in just like revamping my mindset, not in like in the small things. It's like, I'll have some like small things. 
Oh God! Did you? Were you? You, you literally don't know the words. You don't know the words. Let's save that for the end. Um, wait, were you a Blink One Eighty Two fan though? Before we nope, get back on no, track, no, but I was. I was horn horn at that time. Um, of course you were. I was actually very we've, very horn horn. We've already talked about my punk days, so I obviously. Oh my God, some of the pictures that she shows me when she literally had double nose piercings. I'm like, wow, she's a bad girl. She's a bad girl for life. Do you have a studded belt? Uh, yeah, of course I had a studded belt. I had my my Dickies, my studded belt, my Converse. The thought, the thought of you in Dickies my literally band makes me. The thought of you in Dickies and band t-shirts makes me want to lay on the ground and do kill you myself. Remember, do you remember when it was popular? And I might be a little bit older than you. I don't know if this hit you. To masturbate like, in public? No, stop. It's not even legal. Okay. It's so <laughs> stupid. No, be- beanies with a brim. Oh ever? my God. Of course. Of course. Okay, I had, yeah. like, so I had, the, I, yeah. the beanie with the brim. I, it was all, all me. Dark eyeliner, especially under eyeliner. Like I was, I always used to wear my eyeliner in the tear line. Yeah, of course. It's such it a actually bad makes look. Your, it for makes me. your eyes look smaller. For me, bad, bad, bad look. Okay. But back to New Year's resolution. So I like to do the smaller things. And then I like to kind of think of it as like a, you know, just a clean page to like, add on those tiny little things, small doses. So I have some ideas, but I have to really in this next month, see what's resonating. I'm doing lots of journaling and, you know, I, I want to do small little goals. So, okay. So you don't do big resolutions, but do you do any small little goals or is it just like, okay, another year, another same old me, another year, same old me. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. I'm in the uh, manifestation of not changing. So, <laughs> no, I just. No, mean, I, like, think that, what, I think. Okay, it, what's your New Year's tradition? How How about that? I don't have a New Year's tradition. I actually don't like New Year's. It's like one of my. It's my least favorite holiday. It's my least favorite too. If I had to rank my favorite holidays, I have a very controversial number one of favorite holiday. What? Because I don't think it's anyone else's favorite. But Easter, like who else? <laughs> Easter. I like my Easter. I like because I like pastels. Um, I used to love finding eggs. Yeah, and, and it's like Easter it's bunny. like very it's very like like um born again. You know, it's like that. It's like it's like spring. Yeah, yeah. I think you could symbolic. It's giving. I like that. Yeah, it's giving it's, spring. And it's spring. It's seasonal. My second favorite holiday is Christmas, obviously, because like you know, winter wonderland and presents and trees and Jesus is <laughs> supposedly. Um, are we, if, what, I don't know. I don't know how. I, I don't know why. You're, why are you talking about this? Rank. I'm just ranking holidays now because. Oh, it, I said I, my least favorite was New Year's. I will tell. Yeah. Okay. Something that I have for like this year. Well, it, as Gianna knows us, but my brother just had a baby yesterday Ooh, on Thanksgiving. So I'm an uncle, which is very exciting. So I think my goal and something I want to do more of is spend my money and time with people I care about. So that's mm-hmm. like with my sister going to visit my brother and now my nephew and his wife and going on trips and just like being more with um, chosen family and family and, you know, spending time. That's, I think my resolution this year. Okay. I love that. Mine is to continue to survive yeah to sh- literally though like it sounds simple sounds simple but it's our most difficult task yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, you know, I think, well, I'll start professionally because I have a lot of goals. I'm not putting a time limit on it, but professionally, I would like to hone in and like own my own offerings a little bit more because I do so much with, you know, putting out this podcast and then we do our retreats and our trainings together. Mm. And that's a lot on top of just teaching group classes and whatever. Mm. And so I think that ever since we started Kaya stuff, I stopped doing like my own little workshops and things like that. And I love working with you. This is nothing to do with that. No, but you want some, you want some like uh, autonomy with like your brand and your offerings. Yeah. And I think this is a direct result of the conversations we've been having about like, um, you know, our live, our live podcast episode that we did and, um, just reflecting on like how to make more of a difference in our students' mm-hmm. lives and stuff. And it was like, mm-hmm. well, if I want to show up as a different teacher, then I need like specific offerings for that. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, on a really small scale, and this is just like, you know, <laughs> the tiny little thing local to Chicago, but I'm doing a handstand workshop on December 16th and it's just two hours. I rented a space, so it's not affiliated with any studio and it's like, okay, this, this is, is kind your, of like, it's, it's like a testing ground to be like, can I do it? And I think that a lot of the work I, I've been doing, you know, in therapy and everything, like in a, on a personal note is like, you know, reclaiming my voice. Cause a lot of times, like I've been like repressed or bulldozed or whatever in the past by people. And I'm like, okay, well, even in my work, I love collaborating and I think mm-hmm. I've I rely on collaborating, but I think it's like part of like owning my power to like go do something alone. So it's kind of a test. I'm putting myself out there and maybe I'll do it a little bit more. And then I just started the Patreon, but I'm like literally just like starting it out. But I'm, I've thought of ways to do my Patreon differently because I know everyone already has, uh, you know, maybe not everyone has this, but a lot of people are who practice virtually already have some form of virtual platform. And a lot of people who are practicing in studio have their studios and their teachers. So I was trying to think of something that could be more unique and true to how I'm feeling is how I want to adapt and evolve my teaching. So the Patreon that I'm just starting is like, how can I make something complementary to the other things people are already doing that goes a little bit deeper than the, you know, just all levels, group fitness class or their, you want, well, you're really into education too. That's like, yeah. So it has more of an education component. Like I just did a video on like all the different ways you can do triangle pose. So it's like, Mm -hmm. you can take these things and implement it into all the other stuff you're doing. So it's kind of, kind of different. Anyway, I'm probably speaking about this too soon, but these are my professional goals is to like keep developing and like owning that. I love that. Okay. So yeah, that's a little bit of, you know, anticipatory, I guess, stuff for next year, but what I want to like reflect a little bit on this past year. And first I would just like to ask you, do you have any standout memories from 2023? Maybe your favorite experience, something that was just really stands out in your mind of like a pivotal moment for 2023? 
Am I going too hard, too deep, too fast? <laughs> <laughs> <Trying> to <think. laughs> I'm really, really making you be reflex reflective over here. I think, you know, when you got sick and weren't able to go to Nicaragua, I did that. That was a big thing. Yeah. You had to like challenge yourself yourself to be like, okay, Gianna's not going to do everything. This is annoying. Um, and then <laughs> that was a standout memory for me too. Believe it yeah, or not, right? it's probably like we have the same one. <laughs> um, what else? Redoing my bathroom. Oh, that was, yeah, that that's was a big a fun, thing. Oh, and it it's a gorgeous. fun project and it's really nice. And then probably now my brother having a baby. And also being able to like go and uh, I spent a lot of time with my sister, which was really nice. I did that this year. Mm -hmm. um, and then just it's more like a not like anything specific, but just like cultivating more relationships with my chosen family. Mm -hmm. What about you? Yeah. Well, honestly, being sick was obviously life changing because I I thought that like having COVID would be like a five day flu, like most people my age. And I I'm someone who doesn't drink or smoke and I eat really healthy and I move. Believe me, I wish she smoked, drank and didn't eat healthy. Because <laughs> she... Well, I just, all this to say, I, I take very good care of myself always have. And so to be hit really hard with COVID and I still, I have long COVID. I, I don't talk about this publicly a lot, but it's been a big life changer this year. And so not a positive thing, but I think if I had to pull the positive from that, it's like, I'm getting to know myself better. You know, I was really working a lot and going from one thing to the next in burning myself out. And when this all happened, I had no, no other choice, but to like slow down and it put everything on pause. It changed everything that I was doing and had planned to do. And in a way, and through the frustration of just like feeling different in my body, I've had to just sit and reflect and like dig deep. And so I don't think I'm on the other side of it at all. Like I'm still very much like in my healing and I'm left with a lot of anxiety, as you know, and, and all that. But I think that I'm getting to know myself even better and I can like see that I'm growing into the, a person that like, <laughs> the person I'm supposed to be. It sounds so cheesy, but like, I'm really starting to like, listen and honor myself in ways that I didn't realize I wasn't. Cause I would always just like push through or, um, I don't know. I also think that you like, it's, it has been a long journey for you this year, but I really, and it, I don't, I know that you say you're not on the other side of it, but you're not where you were. That's true. And that's really saying something. Yeah. I've had, you got to give really... yourself some grace. I have trouble with recognizing like accomplishments. Like there's always like the next thing. So it's I have the, I have the other thing. I'm like, I kind of did something good for me. <laughs> it's so true. We are so <laughs> opposite. Bradshaw will post like a 30 second, a reel that took him 30 seconds. And then he'll call me all day about it. And he's so proud of himself. And he's like, aren't you so proud that I post that? I'm like, it took you 30 seconds. Meanwhile, I'll build, hey, a I'm gonna be real. Website, like the less I'll build an app. I'll make an online course. And like, and I'll be like, did you make any money yet? I'm like, great that you did that. But like, where's the money? Because my bank account is the same as yesterday. So I don't really know. And then I won't think I did anything. I'm like, what's next? Um, no, but yeah, I, it's the little things uh, that I need to start 
acknowledging more. Maybe that that'll be pushed to my goal list. But speaking of little things, are there any like small things that you've enjoyed the most in like just your day to day? Yeah, I mean, this is, I think, as you know, like owning my place, which I bought not in 2000, I bought uh, over a year ago in August, I actually bought it in 2022. Um, But this year, I've been really able to like, make it more of my home and like, just waking up and spending time in a place that I love to be in has been one of the biggest joys this year. Yeah. I think for me, the small things are like the routine that I'm establishing. Like, I think I lost a lot of my routine in the beginning of the pandemic because of just lacking like the structure of, you know, the typical schedules that we were working, we were working when everything went virtual. So reclaiming my little, uh, routine has been nice. Like, okay, I'm going to wake up, open my blinds, the little tiny things. We all have our own methods. And so I, enjoy that structure. It makes me feel more grounded and set up for success. I love that. Thank you for loving it. (laughs) Okay. I'm, I have this list of like questions to ask yourself at the end of the year. And I'm like, okay, I don't know how deep or personal we want to go, but the one of them is like, what are, what are like the top life lessons that you learned in this past year. Oh, I got them. Do you? Yeah. Okay. I've been sure. thinking about this already. Um, not people pleasing. Mm-hmm. It's really healthy. I think for both you and I think you and I people please in both different ways, mm-hmm. but I've realized how people pleasing in my way of like being entertaining or being funny or um, kind of like the show and like trying to make everyone feel like laughy and welcome that like Mm -hmm. sometimes that makes me exhausted and that's like how I people please and that that's can leave me kind of feeling energetically drained Mm -hmm. um and also I've realized like I don't have to be friends with everyone and I'm Mm -hmm. I'm like okay I I used to like try to manage so many relationships and like now I'm just like I'm fine with the friends that I have. If people come into my life and I really connect with them, of course, I'm willing to cultivate relationships. But I'm like, if I don't vibe with someone, I like, and it has nothing to do with them. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't need to put an energy there. Yeah. You know, I'm just way less likely to be like, there's not, you know, there's not there. Why invest in a relationship where there isn't someone thing there? Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm very grateful with the people that I have in my life and they provide me life a lot. I would like to manif- man- I would like to cultivate those relationships. I would rather have a really tight group of really solid friends than like 35 people that I kind of know. Yeah. I've always been that way. I I don't I honestly don't have many acquaintances at all. Like I I mean I have a lot. Like students, like I don't it's really hard for me to have superficial friendships. And I think mm. I've lost whatever superficial friendships I've had. I think I've lost because I've made like deep friend requests of superficial friends, you know, like when someone shows you their capacity, but it doesn't match the, your own. That's capacity. most people. That's literally most people. Yeah. 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 So I think it's like, well, what- that's also like people can say the same thing about me and maybe you like, like, I, I like, we're not like, we're not, 
don't know what I'm fucking trying like, to say. Like, for example, and you know this example, but like for listeners out there, like there was someone in my life who did something that hurt me. And I told them, I'm like, oh, this is really hurtful when you did this. And you would think, or one would think that you could have a conversation about why that was hurtful and maybe like problem solve, especially if you care about that person. But that is not the conversation that happened. And then I had to like sit and reflect. And all of a sudden I was being told that I'm just like difficult and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, well, I think I just made a request of like something like a good friend would hear that like, oh, you hurt me and you'd communicate. And so I've now I I think one of my big lessons is like, it's what Mel Robbins calls the let them theory. Like if someone wants to leave your life, let them, if they want to, like, you should never have to beg, ask, or like fight so hard for someone to care about you and show up and, you know, whatever kind of matching, matching the effort or even just, um, accepting the effort like because I think we will will set ourselves up for like disappointment and heartache when we have more expectations so the Mel Robbins let them theory was one of my big life lessons and just kind of um coming to terms with that it sucks that not everyone will act like you (laughs) like act the way you would (laughs) in certain situations and that could you know, be a way to break your own heart. It seems, you know, like I wouldn't do that. Like if it were me, I would have responded this way. And it's like, oh, well, not everyone is going to respond the way I would. And so, Mm -hmm. well, I think that has to do with like, again, that comes to like people pleasing and managing expectations and like, yeah. Yeah. I've come to the realization and I don't know if I've talked to you about this and this may sound very weird, to people that are listening to this, but I'll do my best to explain. I wrote this Mm -hmm. in my journal the other day, which is like, I think that my mother's death was one of the biggest gifts of my life. How so? Because I'm going to tell you, like my, so much of my upbringing and the way that I was raised was like, you should go see your grandmother. You should go see your aunt. You should go do this. The cousin should go. Like, like, lots of expectations. Yeah. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of expectations. My family was like that too. Very much. Yeah, your 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 family is very much like that as well. A lot of like, obligations, yeah. expectations, and then if you didn't do those things, like guilt and shame. yes, yes, so, yes, yes. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not specifically talking about my mom, even though my mom did do that. Yeah. But I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm talking about in general, the family mm-hmm. kind of dynamics of like playing a role, doing X, Y, and Z. And since my mom, my mom has passed, I've like, I don't have like, um, I don't, I also, I don't talk about my dad a lot, but like my dad and I have a pretty estranged relationship right now. So I'm just kind of in this point in my life where I, there are no expectations of me. And if like, if I'm like, oh, I should go here for Christmas. I'm like, but I don't want to, mm-hmm. I don't want to, this isn't going to be good for my mental health. Why well, put myself in a situation just because they're family. Yeah. To like, to then be obligated to do something. I don't do that anymore. So I feel like, I feel like I'm learning that from my mom's death. You know what I mean? Like I, I think that there was so much loss after my mom died. And then Mm -hmm. because of that loss, a lot of me having to discover things on my own and discovering who I am without other people's expectations. And Mm -hmm. I think that is a huge gift of my life. And I don't think that would have happened if my mom was still alive. Yeah. 
It's really interesting. Does that make sense at all? Yeah, you were, well, I, I'm like, okay, so you're like coming into your own, you're like establishing your own like adulthood and like how you want to operate in mm. the world and how you want to show up in the world. And I do think the fa- family dynamic has so much to do about, to, to do with this and everything. Oh my saying. gosh. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about even just birth order recently and I was like, oh, like I show up in the world differently and I am the way I am because of like being the third out of four yeah. kids, but the mm-hmm. middle sister, yeah. like so much of Herbal's that, middle. like, yeah, like shapes part of that dynamic too. Of like of where course. you fall. So I don't know. There's, I think stepping into your own when you also, you're like not living in the same city as your oh, siblings. Huge, so that's huge. like a huge thing too, because I'm I would sure also- you would feel a little bit more of I don't know, (laughs) more, more of that, like you should do this. You should do that. If you lived in the same state or city as your siblings. No, I don't think so. Because I think that like something I've really worked on with my siblings is getting rid of that, those um, toxic family traits. Mm. And I would like to say, I like, I used to view my relationship, for example, with my sisters, like I'm the younger brother. She's the older sister. Yeah. And like, we've had lots of discussions. Like she's like, I don't want to be your older sister. I want us to be equal. Yeah. And like, we've really worked, we've really worked on making mm-hmm. our relationship equal where there's not a hierarchy or there's not like you're older, you're younger. It's like, yeah, at one point that was what was happening. When we were growing up, but now we're both adults and I want to be on the same playing field. In what way do you think like it helps to create that e- the egalitarian sort oh, of I, relationship? Because I, I, I feel like my sister has always been like the supporter of me because yeah. she's the older sibling. And yeah. so she didn't have anyone because she, because my sister is very much a parentified child. And if you're listening to this, I hope you don't mind. I'm sharing all this, um, but <laughs> we love you. <laughs> we love you. Um, and so I don't think that there was someone really lo- looking out for my sister. You know, she didn't have an yeah. older sibling. So like a lot was um, put on her. Mm-hmm. And so now I think the most important thing of having kind of that equal balance is like, I'm able to support my sister as much mm-hmm. as she supports me. Yeah. Not this obligation of, oh, he's my younger brother. I need to protect him. It's like, we need to protect each other. And I think that um, not to get, again, too too deep here, but like when it comes to family, I think, again, one of the biggest lessons this year is like, I really, really, and I know you have as well, been thinking about family dynamics, Mm -hmm. what that means, generational trauma. I mean, we we spent a lot of time talking about these things, but um. I do not think that this excuse that a lot of us use, and I used it for a very long time, which is their family yeah, yeah, yeah. is a good excuse for bad behavior. Mm-hmm. And um, that is also a big lesson that I've learned this year because I've had members in my family where they are toxic and this excuse of their family, they're this relative, they're your uncle, they're your they, this, they're your cousin. It's just like, no. I just because I'm blood related to them does not mean I have to show up for someone mm-hmm. who tr- is treating me like shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. I, yeah, is 100%. this therapy for me? Yeah, I think. Well, I think you and I are just so into just being self reflective and like self development that, like, of course, it's just going to go this way <laughs> without over. I don't know. I, you know, how sometimes I'd be like, oh, you're over therapizing this I don't think we're doing that right now no I don't think so at all I hope not listeners don't tell us if you disagree 
Um, no, but I think when we talk about like top life lessons, like these, these are real things that we're like working on in ourselves. And, um, mm. oh, I, I have another one. Okay. What is it? <laughs> I think that if you're really someone who wants to change, like you want to become a better person mm-hmm. that like living, living in shame and guilt of past things that you've done mm-hmm. does not propel you into the future. Yes. So like, I, I I think that owning up to things that you've done in the past or things you may have regrets or things that you have said or done or whatever it may be, like you can say, I did this and this was wrong mm-hmm. and I've hurt this person or whatever the situation may be. That is, you can absolutely do that. And so show ownership, um, show, uh, show up for other, whatever, whatever, however you show up, you show up, but you're recognizing things that you've done in the past, but getting into a shame spiral or a guilt spiral Mm-hmm. is not helpful. Yeah, I agree. So that's like something I've really, like I've looked at, I'm like, oh, I did this in the past. And it's like, yeah, I did. And I also, you're like, I did X, Y, and Z because I was not healed in this certain way. 100%. And so because I wasn't healed, I would, you know, hurt people, hurt people. I'm mm-hmm. not giving any specific examples, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, of course. That like now I'm in this, like where if I want to change and I want to grow, living in shame and guilt does absolutely nothing for you. Yeah, I agree. And I think that, you know, actually this could kind of like relate back to honestly, the practice of yoga. It's like, I think, um, compassion and like having compassion mm, for yours. Yeah. And it helps in those moments where you might be dealing with guilt or shame, um, because you have to, you know, healing is not linear. So mm-hmm. when you have a moment where it feels like you've you know, veered off the path of, you know, healing and growth in whatever way, you know, it's not this staircase that you're just going to keep climbing upward. I had this moment this weekend where I was really triggered and I reacted in a way that I was like, what did you do? I'm not talking about, you know what I did. (laughs) I was like sending like just triggered messages back that like, obviously I was just thrown off guard and it was like, Oh my God, why am I actually stooping to a level that this is not me? And I was like feeling really shameful the next day of like being, but then I I talked to you and I was like, don't worry about it. Like, like people get triggered and people do stuff. You're like, we're not perfect. We're all imperfectly perfect. And we all make mistakes. We're not going to like, totally. And I had to, to go back to like, okay, just have some compassion for yourself. Like this is literally a cornerstone principle of the Mm -hmm. yoga practice is like, you know, we are going to have moments because we're human and, you know, we have our, our triggers and our histories and whatever. But like, if you can start to, to help cultivate that compassion for yourself and others, it's all just going to, well, it's going to soften. It's going to soften the shame. (laughs) Yeah. I have one more. Okay. Oh my God. Yes. I have one more realization this year. I think that it, it, that we, you know, we, you and I talk about, you know, boundaries and yes, therapy and all these things. But I do also think that it's really important. Something I realized is like, I need to be more vulnerable with people, which I know you bring up a lot for me. Mm-hmm. You know, you saw me like, like really actually what's going, cause I asked you a thousand questions and she asked me and I'm like, I'm not telling you. Um, but I, you know, I am, I'm a slow nut to crack, but I've also realized that the amount of people that I do let in into my, into like the, into like my vulnerability, they have to earn it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not are you saying I haven't, are you saying I haven't earned it? You're getting <laughs> you, there. You know, my social security. No, it actually like in real talk, it infuriates me because 
I, well, it's also teaching me a lesson because I feel like I give and share more than I receive and in everything in life, like it's my history mm-hmm. and relationships and in, mm-hmm. you know, romantic relationships, I'm always the one who like tries harder mm-hmm. and like holds on to things and I'll pour my heart out and whatever. And it's mm-hmm. usually like, it's something that has burned me in the past. I think that I could have shared more and made myself vulnerable and, and, not received other people's vulnerability. So maybe I felt more close to someone than we actually were because I was vulnerable, but it wasn't a two-way street where they didn't feel the same sense of connection because they hadn't done their own, you know, vulnerable, vulnerable work or they haven't shared as much. And so I don't know, this is getting really personal, but I see that reflected in our relationship too, because you will ask me some like really deep personal questions and I won't hesitate to just answer you. And I'm not making you answer. You could be like, I don't want to share that. Of course, but I see you as someone that I thought I had to learn this the slow way. I thought I'd share something with you and that you'd share it back. And like, we had that relationship, Mm -mm. but you wouldn't. And I was like, over and over. And I was like, well, maybe, you know, maybe you will open up one day. I don't know. (laughs) Because I have opened up to you. I have been very vulnerable with you. I have been very vulnerable with you many times. So don't act like I'm just over here, you know, stealing all your information. (laughs) So in other words, I think that what we've learned is that um, being vulnerable and setting boundaries is important. I'm done with this question because I've already brought up 10 points. You're so going you like, to bring keep, up another keep point. Keep going forever. You're like, yeah, I'm like, and I have another point. And all learn. of a sudden it's, it, I'm like, happy new year. <laughs> <laughs> we record until literally January 1st. Oh my God. No, these, these questions are good though. They really get you thinking. I have one more question that I just thought of. I'm sure you were, you know, brewing this one out. What is it? If you could describe this year in a single word, what would it be? Challenging. I know, but I've talked about it. It just, that is, it is, this has been my most challenging year mentally and physically. And I've gone through a lot of hard things in life. You know, I've talked about this, but I don't expect every listener to listen to every episode, but I lost my dad in a plane crash. I had, you know, probably like most people, lots of heartbreak and, you know, moves and career changes and things like that. But I think when it comes to struggling with physical and mental health, um, this might be my biggest, especially as an adult, like my biggest challenge year so far. Yeah. Challenging year. I think that mine would be inquisitive. What have you been inquisitive about? I've been inquisitive about my upbringing. I've been inquisitive about my mental health. I've been inquisitive about my relationships. Mm-hmm. I've been inquisitive about who I want to be. I've been mm-hmm. inquisitive about work. I've been inquisitive about um, death. I've been inquisitive. I mean, like, oh I've just God. been like, we, I've we, been trying. It wouldn't be a Here we are ending on death. <laughs> Here we are ending on death. <laughs> but I think that I have trained my perspective, like I was saying, of living in so much guilt and shame mm-hmm. and less of that and more like asking questions of why, why I am certain ways and how I can become a better person yeah. and how I can be more compassionate with myself. So when, so when we start to get judgmental on myself, which, you know, 
like I think there is a perception of me that I'm like extremely confident and like nothing bothers me and uh, mm-hmm. I'm very like blase and that's just not that's really not true I have a lot of uh, deep thoughts and a lot of pain a lot of hurt like we all do and mm-hmm. I've lived in that for a long time and this year I've really been working on being inquisitive about what I can do to let some of that go and become a better person and a better friend and partner and all the things I love that I have to ask one more one word question what what are so what are you leaving behind in 2023 just one shame word. okay yeah I what about like you fear I'm so fearful I'm really trying to I am I'm like... shame fear challenge <laughs> <laughs> well I think that I have always been like a even as a child like the very like scared cautious child and even as an adult like carry a lot of fear and so that's my biggest goal is to like just get rid of that fear and I think that using my practice um this is kind of like a goal for my yoga practice and just my spiritual practice in general is to lean into like having having more of like a spiritual connection and component to help me get rid of fear. Is there anything in your practice that like goals you have for your practice, whether it's very simple, very simple, slow down, slow down. Are you going to do more restorative yoga? Should you, should you take my restorative yoga workshop? Should I would you? take it if we could make out under the blankets. <laughs> what about you? Well, I, well, I just, I no, guess I think that I think that I've been practicing vinyasa yoga for so long. And I, it's not that I don't like vinyasa yoga, but like, even if I do a vinyasa class, like I don't, I personally right now in my practice don't want to move at that breath per movement pace. I want to like be in a pose for like 10 breaths. Mm-hmm. I want to like, or even longer and Why then not? like be in down dog for like, 15 breaths like that's kind of where I am where I'm just like I like I feel like I've just been going 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 which is a manifestation of yeah so you're still committed to Hatha in some way I thought you were saying you wanted to like actually no 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 Jenna I don't like you find it trying to fucking judge me how is it the based on the style of yoga that I do what well you just you? said like well so I talked about like using the spiritual components of a practice to fight fear but in a physical way I am leaning into more restorative yoga because it's a, the perfect way to reset your nervous system. And I don't mean this to be like a shameless plug at all. And like, you could tell me to shut up if you think I'm promoting myself too much, but on my Patreon, I designed a restorative yoga workshop that is going to launch just after new year's. And I think it's per- the perfect way for anyone to start their new year's. Cause I feel like there's all this messaging in around New Year's about like change your life, do more, do this, do that. Do less, bitch. Yeah. And that's kind of like my goal for this program is like, can I like, can we like do nothing together and just like give ourselves permission Mm -hmm, to like mm -hmm. slow the F down to like not, you know, freaking like just exhaust yourself into oblivion. Like our society is always telling us to go, go, go achieve, achieve, change, you know, do this, do that, Mm -hmm. do that. And I'm like, how about we don't, (laughs) how about Mm -hmm. we just literally lay under our blankets wrapped up and Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. tell our nervous system that it's okay to move out of the fight or flight and like, let's get into this rest and digest. So yeah. Should we, 
What? Should we tell them the big news? Yes, let's tell them. Okay, Gianna is finally done with her first trimester. <laughs> I'm having crash uh, baby. Um, Just kidding. Yeah, so three months ago, we drank a lot, and like we ended up in bed together, which is so <laughs> no, weird. No, literally, and, my worst um, nightmare. And then, like, and then we made how? Well, I wouldn't even say we had sex. We made love, <laughs> <laughs> which is so crazy. And she said, "I'm not I'm pregnant." I she said, "I'm pregnant." And I said, as a man, as a white man, I'm telling you, keep the baby, you know? Um, <laughs> You're so and, dumb. <laughs> okay, this is stupid. Okay, so no, I'm not having a baby, but I think we need to play one round of Cancel, Commit, Explore about the podcast. Okay. Okay, go. Okay, so bonus episodes where we ask, answer questions. Solo episodes with me or guest episodes. What are you cancel committing and exploring? <laughs> what was the first one? The the QA episodes that we do once a month. Guest episodes or just you and me episodes. Get rid of you and me episodes. It's boring. Um, even though <laughs> this is one of them. And marrying the guests and and then exploring the questions. Okay, I'm I'm copying you because I think it's a good answer. It's a safe answer. We can't cancel. Well, I'm the really, gas. you know we me. I'm safe. I, I I also wouldn't say that I'm someone who takes risks. You know, um, <laughs> you are you are to me a brave, risky person. Okay, what is the funny thing about yoga, Bradshaw? We cannot end an episode without telling a funny story. Okay, I'm gonna be real with everyone. The funny thing about yoga, and like I'm really I, like sad to say this, but it is true. I was teaching last weekend. And I was riding my bike to Wicker Park Athletic Club and I shit myself. I shit myself. No, and I, no, 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 really? no, Gianna, did you, I actually did. did. You really? Here's the thing. It's so embarrassing. I'm going to tell everyone the full story. I was riding my, I, after Zen, I, I was think riding this, my I bike. Think you no, no, saved, no, listen. Save the best story for last. Okay, listen, go ahead. And so then I was riding and I thought I had to fart. I didn't. I shit my pants and the diarrhea went through the underwear. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding, Gianna. I'm being honest. Through the underwear. Listen, through the underwear. Through my gym shorts, and there was one teeny little spot on the pants, and the pants oh, were all I had Bradshaw, left. So stop. listen, I had to go into Wicker Park Athletic Club, wipe myself like an actual child baby before class, and put my shitty oh, underwear God. and my shitty pants into, or not my pants, my shitty, well, everything was actually shitty. The pants were shitty too. And oh then I kept God. checking while I, I was teaching I to see if there was more coming out. So yeah, that was what? the funny thing. But what in what the, do you think like, I ate? I fucking ate like fucking burritos, sugar or burritos, burritos, burritos sour burritos. cream, something. Okay, but did you have to go out and get new clothing? Because like, like Brad? No, I like there was the teeniest, teeniest little. Pe- there was a like Saucha. come on, but I literally I cleaned it and I cleaned my ass and everything, and then I went to teach, and oh. I had to ride my after I shit myself. I'm did not I tell you this. No, but did I'm actually. Oh, no. gg. Thank God you didn't. After I shit myself. From oh. division, from division and Damon, Stop. I had to stand up on my bike and st- and pedal standing up because I couldn't sit down because if I sat down, there would literally it would it would smush the poop everywhere. Oh my God, you! I love you. But yeah, you, you should love me because I just shared have, with hundreds of people that I shit my pants last week. You have so what's the funny thing about yoga for you? you yes, have, I have IBS and I shouldn't eat stuff. I know, Gianna. Okay, I do have issues. I do, and I go to therapy. Okay, so shut the fuck up. What's your funny thing? Okay, so I forgot about this story until 
I, you know, this last week I'm recording a lot of my content for Patreon. And I was like, oh my God, I haven't been teaching online for like a little bit. And so I was reminded of this time that, you know, in the beginning of the pandemic, and I just want to issue, I'm not going to get graphic, but I'm going to issue a trigger warning about um, indecent exposure. So if you don't want to hear about that, just like, we love you, skip, you could could be done. Um, But okay, so I'm teaching a yoga class on Zoom. I have on Zoom, I only had like, five people in this class. It was like kind of like winding down. You know, my live attendance was was definitely winding Dwindling. down. I required a no, I did a waiting room, so not a passcode. I used to let people in in the waiting room and I would usually have to know your name and whatever. And so there was this very unique name in the waiting room and it was the same unique name as one of my students who at the very beginning of the pandemic used to take my classes, but now this is the winding down time and I hadn't seen this person in months. And at this point, a lot of people were choosing to have their cameras turned off. So there's a lot of black boxes. So, and I'm not going to say the name, but anyway, this I let everyone in assuming that I knew all of these people because they were names I recognized. And this one person who I thought I knew had his camera turned off and I'm teaching the class. I'm halfway through the sequence. And at this point, I'm, you know, I'm in time, I'm doing the class along with my students. I always face the camera. I was doing a revolved triangle pose. So I usually always have my chest and, and like front of my body facing the camera. But because this was a revolved pose, I started twisting and turning to the back of the room. And then when this happens, I always want to be looking at the camera. So I started, so all of my students are in this pose and now they're looking away from the camera and I untwist from my revolved triangle and I looked at the screen and I'm so glad that I was the only one looking at the screen because this student who was camera turned off turned out to be someone I did not know and they had turned on their camera and they were naked and they put their privates in (laughs) the screen zoomed in doing bad things okay that's all I'm gonna say And I screamed because I was actually like frightened and traumatized, to be honest. And I like just ended the Zoom meeting because I didn't know how to kick the person out. Luckily, no one in the class saw what happened besides me. And I sent them a quick email and I was like, so sorry, we had a hacker. You know, here's a new link and like whatever they came back and I was they were like, what happened? What hacker? And it's like, I didn't want to make them feel, um, you know, uncomfortable or exposed, but you know, from then on, I required everyone to have their camera on if, or like to confirm with me camera on, then turn it off. Like I needed to know who they were, but it was, this is like, not funny, like, ha ha, but it was like, I can imagine, thank, thank God they didn't see it, but I could imagine just like, hear like having someone like scream and end it like in the middle of yoga class <laughs> without knowing why I'm probably certain that my and then actually they like... never see you again you stop teaching you don't even tell them why <laughs> honestly I well I called up Margo who um had this happen to her too Margo Lightburn I don't think she'd mind me sharing this but we like had a huge heart to heart about like how I felt so like uh what's the word just traumatized 
No, it's like, like, oh God. What shocked. Is, I was obviously shocked. Horn horn. Bradshaw. That's not even funny. Um, <laughs> no, it was I, uh, like corrupted. Like I felt like, I don't know. What you, no, you felt like violated. Violated. Thank you. I felt violated. I felt so, so, so violated. Like the sacred space that I'm trying to cultivate was completely violated. And so that was not funny. haha. But I, I'm trying to put myself in the student's perspective of like, maybe they laughed and it was weird. Anyway, we deal with some fucked up shit sometimes in this industry and world. And so I think the funny thing about yoga could be ironic. It could be, it could be. Well, the, what on that note, on that note, you're going to, it's a little bit ironic. Don't you it. think it's like Ray <laughs> on your wedding day. It's a free ride when you, when you're already late, I know smoking sign, yine, yine, on your cigarette <laughs> break, and who would have thought and figured? We love you, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to The Funny Thing About Yoga. We hope you will keep tuning in to our shorter format Gianna, episodes. Gianna, don't put your genitals in the video. Oh my God, imagine. And we will definitely see you in 2024. Don't forget January 8th, we're back with these long format episodes. And until then, enjoy the holiday season. Take care of yourself and keep practicing. Okay, bye everyone. Be yourself. Chaturanga, bye.